party people. Welcome back to Pigeons Podcast. Today we have a super awesome skater, as always. Her name is Engazi. What is up? Hey, hey, hey. Hey, Pidge. How are you? <laughs> I'm great. Thank you so much for coming on today. Oh, thank you for having me. Yeah, um, I really wanted to interview you because, well, for a number of reasons, um, and I don't, don't mean to introduce you to everyone, but she is one of the sponsored skaters on the Huck Skate Team, and the Huck Skate Team is a project that um, is between me and Nick the Medic, which you might have heard on a previous podcast. So um, I wanted to bring her on and get her story, because I'd love to hear it too. So um, tell me a little bit like about yourself like in general. Oh, okay, so in general, I am born and raised in L.A. Well, um, I spend most of my time in L.A. and Inland Empire. Uh, I am a registered nurse. I have my own little wig business where I design wigs. Uh, I also am a roller skater now. <laughs> um, I spend most of my time in, professionally as a nurse, I spend most of my time in OB or labor and delivery. So, you know, helping mothers or family bringing in the birth of their kids. So that was the most, um, that's that to me, that was like the best career I've had in nursing. So um, I was able to circulate in the OR. I saw the beginning to the end. So I just was very blessed with that. So wow. went back to school, got a degree in healthcare informatics. So now I'm kind of like behind the scenes. I work on the EHR systems where we um, upgrade and update all the electronic medical records. So. Wow. <laughs> wow. And like you said, seeing it from the, the beginning to the end. Yeah. So. That's, that's deep. That's like, that's real life. Oh, that, ugh, nothing can replace the joy and excitement that I got from being able to see like patients as they come and go. And even seeing them on the street and they're like, oh my God, you helped me deliver my kid. And I'm like, whoa, you still remember that. <laughs> oh yeah. So that's awesome. Awesome. That's cool. And thank you. And now you're roller skating as well. Yes. So you, you've got your day job. Yes. And you have your side business. Yes. What's your wig business called? Um, it's called Ingenue Hair. Um, I-N-G-E-N-U-E. -E. Oh, my God. <laughs> Hair. Um, yeah, so that I started during the pan pandemic, the panini. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> I just wanted, well, one thing was, I wanted more time for myself and I was always going to the hair salon to get my hair done and it was like I'll have an appointment but then I would be in there for like two three hours every two weeks that was just just to me it just got crazy and then the pen then when the pandemic hit it's like oh well now you don't even have a choice because <laughs> all the salons are closed so what are you gonna do um so I just started like seeing YouTube videos of like people making wigs and stuff like that. So I was like, yeah, that's a great idea. Like I, you know, I was always, always wearing hair extensions anyway. So I was like, let me learn how to make a wig. So I went and I bought a um, sewing machine. Don't know how to sew. Never, never touched a sewing machine in my life. Bought a sewing machine, started watching videos, taught myself how to sew, taught myself how to, you know, make the, um, wigs two ways so you can do it hand stitch or you can use a sewing machine because you know as we know sometimes technology fails so you need to have a backup plan so I said that would be my backup plan to learn both ways so then I just started learning how to um, customize them you know make 
dyeing them, styling them. Never went to cosmetology school in my life. I just, you know, I just it was like I guess a trait that I kind of picked up and just by seeing videos. I guess I'm a visual learner. You know, you see things, you can do it. Um, so I just kind of like fell in love with it, and I was like, well, let me just make this into a business because I'm spending a great amount of time doing it. Mm -hmm. So that's why I started researching and there was a need and, you know, I was like, you know, and I see a future and I see, I see a future. And it not only is it, did it solve a problem for me myself? I do see that there are a lot of women that can benefit from it too. Um, cancer patients. So that's something, you know, that's one place that I want to try to market to or like get, get out there and, you know, kind of help patients like that. Um, people who suffer from alopecia, um, they can benefit by wearing, you know, wearing a wig or something. Even though hair is not everything, but to some people it is. You know, mm -hmm. so if they have that tool or they have, you know, one of my ready-to-wear wigs, then they can just be ready to wear and just go out and just be themselves and just, you know, be happy. So that's why I really like got into it and was like, yeah, I was so fascinated and then just learning technology just learning how to des design a website never done that in my life but putting that together and then learning the business aspects about it and it was just like it it was just mind-blowing it was like things that I never thought that I can do like you can do it you know yeah. you can do it so it was, it was fascinating so yeah that's what I do on my free time if I'm not roller skating <laughs> yeah Wow, just starting a business after hours, huh? <laughs> yeah, so it's like work. you work eight hours and then you work another eight hours. <laughs> yeah, wow, that's so awesome. Yeah, thank and I, you. And I love your wigs too. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, every wig that you see me in, I made it myself, so I appreciate that so much. <laughs> cool, cool. Yeah. Do you get a lot of customers that are local? I do. Um, I, I mean, it's my business is just, you know, developing and stuff like that. But it's surprising that I have been getting a lot, especially from skaters. I've been getting mm -hmm. a lot of like, you know, hey, hit me. they'll hit me up on Instagram. Like, oh, I didn't know you had a business. Like, yeah, I don't really advertise so much. But it's like, I'm sharing your page with my friend or, you know, let me see. Give, send me some eyelashes or something. And I'm like, OK, I'll hook you up. No problem. Nice. <laughs> so, yeah. Nice. Cool. Well, we'll link it, too. Oh, everyone thank can check you. you out. Oh, I appreciate that so much. <laughs> and then now you're skating too. So tell me how you got into roller skating. Oh, so I'm, I am a, uh, what do they call those? Pandemic skaters. Yeah. <laughs> shout out yes. to the pandemic skaters, but also shout out to the season skaters because they paved the way and, you know, they allowed us in the space and they've been, you know, willing to help us, you know, grow our skills and stuff. So I appreciate them. Um, so yeah, my friend had bought a pair of skates and she, you know, was talking to me about it and I was like, all right, I'll, I'll join you, you know, um, had no clue what I was doing, went on Amazon, bought some, uh, uh, the rose gold Impalas or something like that, bought those skates, I thought they were super cute. Her and I, we would go to like the basketball courts and stuff like that where nobody's, you know, nobody knows to kind of learn how to skate and stuff like that. Then I wanted to level up a little more. So I started going to like skate meetups, but we would do like trail skating at the beach, a little bit of jam skating. Um, a few of the skaters that I skated with in the meetup, they, I, I wouldn't see them anymore. And then they started inviting me to the park you know go to, to skate at the park and I'm like skate at, the, at first I was like park skating like what is that you know um I knew skateboarders skate at parks but roller skaters what 
So I went the first time and I was just kind of like, oh my God, like this is a workout. Like I've been, I've been skating on this ramp for like, and I didn't know anything. I completely, I don't, I couldn't tell you what a ramp is. I couldn't tell you what those ledges or whatever. I, I didn't know anything. So I was pumping back and forth and I'm like, oh my God, my thighs are burning. I'm only pumping for like 15 minutes, but this feel great, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I became very fascinated with skating because it kind of reminded me and it replaced my, my loss of the gym because I, you know, during the pandemic, the gym's closed, so I didn't have a gym to go to anymore. So I'm like, all right, this I can get a workout from, you know, park skating. But I wanted to learn more. I was like, I felt like it was just more to pumping on a ramp and park skating. So um, a couple of my friends who are a little bit more uh, advanced skating than I was, they were talking about YouTube um videos, tutorials and stuff like that. So I so, said, okay, so let me start doing my homework. <laughs> so I did. Like maybe I will tell you maybe a month of park skating, I was completely novice, ignorant, totally ignorant. Um, luckily, I didn't get hurt because I went with people who, you know, kind of gave me the heads up. So I started doing research. I stumbled across um, Lady Trample, mm-hmm. who is my biggest fan. From I am CIB. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Um, I stumbled across her videos and I just fell in love with the things that you can do, you know, skate park skating. Um, and I was fortunate enough to connect with her. I met her. I skate with, I skated with her. Oh my gosh. She's just been so nice to me. I, I just, I, I can't, I can't imagine. Um, yeah, she's pretty cool. She's beyond cool. I mean, words can't even describe, describe uh, a tramp, trample. I call, I call myself a tra- the tramp, her trampede. <laughs> <laughs> I should change my handle from curious underscore seven to trampede. <laughs> yeah. Cute. So I just, I and I and then through her, I just you know from following her because I was you know first I was just following jam skaters and stuff like that. So I started to see like cool bad skaters like. Awesome skaters like Nick the Medic. Um, oh God, uh, I think it's Banton. Banton. Uh, Bantam. Yeah, yep. Banton. Michelle or, or Estrogen. Um, too many to name, but just just all these phenomenal Shredders. skaters. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, whoa! Like you can do that in the skate park? Okay, sign me up. So that's that's how it started. That's how the the my curiosity, hence the name Curious Seven. <laughs> for the skate park grew and developed and now I'm, I treat it as like my gym so I, I go I try to go like three times a week to wow. you know, practice on some kind of skill and mm-hmm. you know so it's it's been very rewarding to me awesome. <laughs> and now I'm on the skate team yeah so even more of a reason to continue right that's right <laughs> and when did you start in the park when was that first <sighs> time on the ramp I think in November of last year, close, close <laughs> that to... Is, that is not even a year. <clears throat> wow. Wow. I think it was like close to Thanksgiving oh. or something like that, I remember. Um, yeah, I, I remember the first time, I, I think I was at Roosevelt Skate Park with some skaters and... Um, they were like dropping and I was like, wait a minute. I didn't read. I haven't done my research. I haven't saw a video. I don't even know what I'm doing, you know? <laughs> so I, I dropped in and I was just like, I, luckily I didn't fall. And they're like, oh, you know, I don't know. Everywhere it goes, like the, the skate community, like especially at skate parties, it was like just 
just applaud you for everything, mm-hmm. even when you fall. Yeah. <laughs> so it's pretty supportive sometimes. Very, very supportive. Yeah. At least my experience yeah. has been. Um, yeah. So, and then there was this one girl and she was just doing like tricks and stuff like that. And I was like, show me how to do it. I think it was like 180 turns. And so I, I, I tried to apply what I saw there and, you know, and in, in my skating and stuff like that, it didn't turn out well, but you know, <laughs> I, I knew I needed, I, I needed to practice. I needed to learn fundamentals and stuff like that. So yeah. I went back to the drawing board and did start doing my research and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah. Wow, and then for those of you who don't know, she is doing some pretty intense stuff in the skate park. That it's it's <laughs> boggling. You pandemic skaters learning so fast, but I mean, you know, we the the resources are there, which is which is really helpful. That is key. You know, a lot of us were learning things on our own and had really bad habits, and it's hard to break them. But um, that's cool. Super cool. And I, I'm, I'm really stoked to hear that Trample was such an inspo for you. Oh, my God. Beyond Because she's amazing. done so much for the skate park, roller skate scene community. Yeah. So. Yeah. I was um, shocked and amazed to see how many, like, CIB chapters they have, like, mm-hmm. all over the world. You know, I went to Texas one time, and... <clears throat> I was able to meet up with some people that ran one of the CIB skate parks and, you know, and I'm sure my experience, um, it, you know, in Texas probably wouldn't have been half of what it was if it wasn't for that chapter being established and, you know, those skaters being who they are and stuff like that. So yeah, it's, it's, it's amazing what she, she did. Cool. You know? yeah, I agree. Yeah. And so right now you're, Still shredding the skate park. Of course. Uh, three times a week. I love that. <laughs> At least. What, what are you working on right now? Is there a certain trick? Uh, what I, I don't know. I'll, I want to say, but I don't want to say, because if, if I don't ever land it, I'll feel so embarrassed. But no, I'm just, I, I, my, my goal is to, I think the one trick I'm working on is the Barani. What's that? I don't know. I'm, I'm really The Barani. No, no, it's all good. Um, so essentially, the Barani is a cartwheel out of the bow, but without using your hands. So mm. um, I, don't know how, I don't know how to really explain it further than that. But I, I, I saw Kid Ace do it when mm-hmm. she came out, when she visited um, SoCal. And she was at Halton. Don't kill me. I know I'm saying it wrong. <laughs> But um, I saw, when she was she was there, I saw her do it, and I was just like, oh, my gosh. She tried to teach me, but I, I was like, I can't even cartwheel out the bowl. And she was like, yeah, start there first. <laughs> so that's that's what I'm working on. It's, it's pretty um, – I guess it's complicated because – for me, because I am a, what they call a goofy skater, so I skate with my right foot dominant. But then when I cartwheel, I cartwheel kicking off my left foot. So it's like uh, I have to train my brain. Either I have to figure out how I'm going to cartwheel on my left side with my hand first, or I have to figure out some kind of way to switch. switch. Yes. And that's so hard. Yeah, and that's so hard because it's like you get the speed. It's, it's so fast. It's the speed, you know, that gets, that gets you the, the Barani flip, the snap and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So it's like really – so that's – I don't know. I'm a weird skater because, like – I feel like I am, um, un- well, until I figure out how to be a, a ambidextrous skater where I can skate on both sides, I'm just, 
you know, because my right side is everything, but then I can do I can do a lot of tricks on my left side, which is so weird. And when you say your right leg is dominant, does that mean it's in the front or the back? The front. Okay. Yeah. I'm a goofy skater too then. <laughs> and it's really hard to do things that folks who switch can do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. So either I have to learn how to switch or learn how to do everything on the opposite side. Mm-hmm. So that's to come. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Cool. Well, what's something that you are um, looking forward to in roller skating that you may not be doing right now? Um, maybe bringing more awareness um, to roller skating, like as far as like, I know I wanted to um, like get back to the community and stuff like that, making people aware of like roller skating, developing some kind of like scholarship program for, you know, people in academia or people for uh, in an academic arena so that, you know, a lot of people will have resources to things, but not really knowing that it exists. So just like roller skating, some people are not aware of like roller skating, uh, the different genres of roller skating, you know, and stuff like that. And I want to kind of like link that awareness somehow into like academics where we can kind of like, or myself can like give scholarships to like people who have an interest in roller skating, but also is pursuing, you know, their goals in academics. So that's kind of, that is so cool. Intertwine that. (laughs) I love that. Yeah. I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I'll figure it out one day. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, um, I mean the last 14 years I've been in the derby world. Okay, wait, not 14, because the last two was a wash. But <laughs> I've, I've been through, um, I've seen a lot of the junior derby girls, you know, who are super passionate about roller skating, super talented. Yes. The stars are captains of their team. And then they're, they turn 18 and they're like, what should I do? Mm-hmm. There's like that moment where mm-hmm. it's like, should I stay here and progress in this like roller skating but derby doesn't pay so it's like this roller skating hobby that's really fulfilling yeah or do you go away to college you know right but yeah i i and 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 would like to see them to be able to do both exactly you know because it and and that's the thing is it's like awareness there's not and i and i think going back to like one of your your mission or your or, or yeah your one of your missions is to um, introduce or bring roller skating into the Olympics, mm-hmm. you know, um, that awareness, I feel like, um, when people see me and they're like, oh, you're a roller skater. Yes, but I'm an RN. Like no one would kind of like tie those two together, you know, yep, so it's exactly. like modeling, modeling that and, you know, bringing a, a awareness to, um, you know, those, those two things, you know? Yeah. You could do both. Yeah. You, Cause you, I, I, I totally did. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. You can do both. So yeah. Yeah. Especially with some support because I understand like if you're going away to college 100%. and you have to work, yes, like that is a lot. I yes. totally feel that. Yes. Um, I, my days of, of sleeping only 20 hours a week because I was working and going to school and trying to do other stuff and stuff like that. So I completely resonate with those individuals and I would mm-hmm. love to be a source that can help them out so that they can fulfill, um, you know, particular dreams. Cause I know, I remember when I was on a track team, I had to quit cause I'm like, I don't have time. <laughs> yeah. You know, I don't have time. I don't have the money. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. 
God knows where I would have landed, but still, you know, and I don't want that for someone else who actually have a love for something that's just not maybe pain or, you know, they don't have the resources to pay for or provide them the time to do it. Yeah. True. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that though. I love that. That's something that you want to do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And Nick and I created the skate team to kind of, um, you know, network to and bring people together because when you have a group of people, you're so much more powerful than doing something on your own. Absolutely. What does the saying go? There's no I in team. There's no I in team unless you spell team backward with an I. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's the wrong team. That's time. <laughs> yeah. And I know our skate team's only been around for a few months, but how do you feel about it? I feel good about it. You know, um, it, it's, it's very, it's empowering to see different levels of skaters and they have different styles and stuff like that. Um, I mean, and I to just to be to be asked to be part of something, I think it's gonna send like a trend, or we're gonna you know start a trend. I mean, I know there are other skate teams, but I think we we, we may have something that's kind of unique. Mm-hmm. You know, um, the opportunities are amazing. I mean, we just did a nutcase. Uh, what was it? The nut, the nine ball nutcase elimination race. Well, that was so cool. <laughs> that was. That was so mind-blowing. And then to see all of those skaters, I'm like, oh, my God. I have something to live up to now. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, just the opportunity, just, the, the, you know, learning a different skate and just being having, you know, access to different things. Um, you know, I, I couldn't ask for a better opportunity in the skate world. Cool. Yeah. So well, awesome. I hope I'm here to stay forever. <laughs> forever. Keep rolling. <laughs> oh man, I'm still I'm still personally on um cloud 9. Cloud 9. <laughs> I mean that that race last week, the nutcase 9 ball. Do you know I was, I went home and was just like I could have done so much better. <laughs> I was like, okay, I'll just start practicing. I have to stop eating my bag of Cheetos every night. No, you don't. <laughs> you don't have to. No, <laughs> but yeah, it was so fun. Like I, I didn't, I couldn't imagine. But yeah, those and those skaters were just so powerful. Like I was so, I was so happy and stoked for the winners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, all you in podcast land, we did this <laughs> event last week where. Um, Nutcase Helmets and Pigeons Roller Skate Shop um, hosted a race inside the K1 Speedway on a go-kart track. So it was a bunch of roller skaters skating on a go-kart track, racing against each other, and it was elimination style. And we had some of the top skaters in California. We even had one of the top skaters in the world fly in. And yeah. It was cool. <laughs> yeah. Like. <laughs> and a lot of people that? got to participate, you know, of all levels. So it was really an accessible thing. It was and very inclusive. Very, very inclusive. Yeah. That was fun, man. It was, it was mind-blowing. It was mind-blowing. I was like, I, and I just can't wait because I know that was the first That was the first one. Yep. Um, so I, I can only imagine what next year is going to be like. Mm-hmm. I don't even think we're going to have enough room to fit people in. <laughs> Because I had so many people, I mean, so many people here on Instagram was like, oh my God, I saw it. I wish I was there. I'm like, well, you're coming next year. Next oh, year. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And you, we're all going to train more. <laughs> oh, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Diet, exercise, everything, you know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, even if I don't, 
even if I don't win, I just want to, I just, I just want to do better than what I did before. It's like, wow. You got your baseline down. Yep. What skates did you use that night? Oh, I had my park skates. I had the Panthers. Um, I had the Panthers, and then the wheels that I had were Juice Rocks wheels? Or no, Rocks. Or Rocks yeah. Juice wheels. Um, there were the soft ones, too. I but was... still, their softest ones are hard. <laughs> yeah, I know. Tell me about it. They are really hard. So I, that's why I felt comfortable. I didn't want to change into the other ones that I had because I was like, no, I, I went around a track. I'm, I'm sliding. I'm good. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, I think I did. I mean, honestly, I think I did really good. I think I did really good. I, I'm for sure I know I would do better next time, but I think I did good. Was it like where you would place your body on the turns? The turns or... got me for sure. Yeah. The turns got me for sure. I didn't really understand, not the concept, but I think I just needed some more practice with that. Um and then I totally forgot the whole elimination <laughs> piece <laughs> of it. Because in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, stay close enough but not too far from, you know, the components, you know, the, your competitors and stuff like that. So when you get to, like, the last couple of rounds, then you jolt it, right? No. <laughs> it's oh. completely opposite because you want to get out quicker to be, like, kind of like in the lead or, like, in the middle, you know, and then you have to think about like marking yourself or seeing who's behind you, so you know who you know. You kind of know if you're you know who's last or if you're number three or if you're number four. You just have the awareness, you know. I, I was yeah. completely oblivious to that. Yeah, and like <laughs> having to do little micro sprints exactly throughout to not be the last one, and yeah. you can't save it all to the end. No, but... you can't. No, you cannot. That's not that type of race. Yeah. So it's and we didn't know. know. <laughs> Completely. I mean, yeah, we, we, we didn't know. It was like you said, it was it was different. This is the this was the first time for me, so you know, but Wow, man, it's been it's been like just I mean, you started skating a few months before you got into the park, right? Mm-hmm. So it's been just over a year. Yeah. And you've done the elimination skate, <laughs> skate parking on a skate team. I would say you're a pretty darn successful pandemic skater. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Where's my award? Where's my award? <laughs> thank you. Yeah. I, I think I um, associated with my whole nursing career thing. It's like, you know, labor and delivery, labor and delivery nurses, ER nurses, they are, you know, no, they, they call them um, adrenaline junkies, you know, mm. always wanting to... Be involved with something that you know get your heart rate up. So I think nurse uh, skating, especially park skating, is kind of like that. Um, it's a synonymous to that because you know the tricks are scary sometimes, and mm-hmm. you know, but it's like when you land that trick, it's like mm, you know, like when I did a Miller flip, it was like okay, you're going backwards and that pause in the air when you're like touching nothing, you know, is like, oh, it's, it's so satisfying and scary at the same time. And then when you land it, it's just the icing on the cake. So yeah, it's, it's, it's one of those things that just, you know, molds me. <laughs> I love it. Thank it's you. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming out and, and chatting with me today. Oh, thank you for having me. It's for always sure. my pleasure. <laughs> yeah. And, um, I'd love to skate with you at the rink. I know you've been there a lot. Thank you so much for coming out. Yeah, I love the rink skating too. It's, you know, it just adds more onto the layer. Right. Are you <laughs> yeah. going to get into jam skating? Well, that's how I started initially was jam skating. So I have a little, I have a little background in that. So okay. I need to brush up on my skills though to get more with it. <laughs> 
Cool. Yeah. Cool. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you, Ngazi, for being here. And we'll see you all next time. Bye. Hey, everybody. It's Pigeon here. Thank you so much for listening. If you liked this episode and want to keep hearing from some of the best roller skaters in the world every week, please support this show and share it with your friends and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. To get the latest and greatest roller skate gear, make sure to visit our roller skate shop online at www.pigeonskates.com and follow us at Pigeons Roller Skate Shop on Instagram. All right, we'll see you next week. Later.